This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Jennifer Hammond. She's a real estate expert and a media personality, and I'm going to let her tell you more about that. But first, Jennifer, how are you? Yay! I'm doing fantastic, and I'm so excited to be with you. I admire you, and I admire what you have created. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And I and I love how you started in brand but by saying yay, because I know that that's your yay. And I know you, you'll get into that a little bit uh, further in this podcast. But like, I, I catch it, right? Like you start like that. I love your energy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I have yeah. to say yay, because that's the way I feel about I feel so blessed. And I feel so blessed to just be with you today and experience this and to be part of your tribe now. I love the way you really cultivate and create a tribe. It's not about just one time. It's about how can we continue to keep helping each other? And that to me is a big, yeah, <laughs> because we really can. And so often we came from a background where people were so competitive and they weren't trying to figure out how they could collaborate or how they could help each other because they really felt like they were crabs in a bucket. They had to climb over someone. And now I see that you are living what you speak. You're creating like I, I'm just so grateful for that. So thank I'm you. I'm grateful for 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 you giving me those props and also for taking the time to being here. Uh, so so let's uh, quick kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself and your company. So first of all, I grew up in a little island called Key West, Florida. Some people have been there. We're ironically, it's closer to Cuba than it is to Miami. It's at the end of the Florida Keys, and they're all just a series of islands, 120 miles of islands. And Key West is the very last one, southernmost tip of the United States. So growing up there, that's where famous writers and artists like Hemingway, uh, Jimmy Buffett hung out there for a long time writing his songs. People who know <laughs> these are creative, but a little bit um. I want to say often misunderstood artists. And so that was my background. So that's where I grew up. And then I went to college in Pensacola, Florida for a master's and a bachelor's. And then I was recruited by a congressman to work on Capitol Hill. My master's was in public administration. And I thought, I'm going to change the world from, you know, inside Capitol Hill. And that didn't last six months. And I was so upset when I realized I wasn't going to be able to make a big difference up there. And it was so disconcerting and disconcerting in that it wasn't what I had hoped. I was very wide-eyed and innocent. You know, I grew up on an island. <laughs> I didn't understand the big city and a lot of the, um, I'm just going to say, corruption. There was corruption and just so much that just disappointed me. And I, I remember walking across the street to the Library of Congress and I sat there with this librarian and she was like, she just shook her head as I sat there and I had tears in my eyes. And I had, it was this beautiful ornate room with this, it was gold all over the roof and this dome, beautiful room. 
And I sat there crying and I was like, I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. I have all this education and I have student loans galore. And I don't know what I'm going to do with my life because I can't work in government. I was like, I can't do it. I'm, I'm not built for this. It's just heartbreaking. And, and without going into all those heartbreaking stories, I got to R in her, she brought me all these books and she was like, let's look at all these different careers that you could possibly have. And then we got to R and I saw real estate. I was like, real estate, I, I've always loved real estate. I would love to learn how to work in real estate. And I particularly wanted to be a real estate investor. And back then it wasn't really well accepted to have women just pop in, especially I had no money. <laughs> I didn't have connections. I didn't have any, you know, I didn't have a coach. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anybody who was going to help me. So I decided I would just be a licensed real estate agent because I thought at least I could start learning about real estate. And ironically, one of the first things that I did was I, you know, I started to become very good at helping first time home buyers. And that was such a gold mine. And I never, I, I didn't do it deliberately as much as I was so interested in just helping first time home buyers get into their first home. And I learned how they could use uh, down pay. Um, there are all these down payment assistance programs so they could get money for their down payment, money for their closing costs. And at the time there was a $10,000 um, grant you could get from the federal government. So you could literally not only put zero money and get into a property, but then you could get paid cash. And so I, I made a lot of friends, <laughs> lifelong mm -hmm. friends, because I got them into their first place. And and for me, that was also a, such a big passion because they were similar to me. They had big student loan debt. They were young. We were all in our 20s trying to figure this whole crazy world out. And they were making terrible money, just like when I worked on Capitol Hill is making terrible money. And I was working horrible hours and I was thinking, how am I ever going to survive in this city? And so I, I, I just studied it and studied it and studied it until I got really good. And then I was asked to do a radio show on Sirius XM. So I did 10 years on Sirius XM. And that was so much fun. And the pandemic was the thing that, that, that you know, slowed. They ended up not renewing my contract at the end of 10 years. And they were just like, you know, we don't, nobody knows what's going to happen. This crazy world, November of 2020, I remember having this conversation. They're like, we don't know what's going to happen. And so, of course, now I have a podcast and, and I'm just starting to film my TV show. And I, and since those 10 years, I, I started creating online programs. So I teach online and I teach real estate investors, but I also love teaching real estate agents. It's one of my passions is real estate agents are business owners, they're entrepreneurs, but so often they have absolutely no clue what they're doing. I mean, I, I know a friend of mine who does all sorts of um, franchises and we talk about franchises being a business with training wheels. And yet as real estate agents, when we go into the business, they just go in and you get your license and they're like, go you know, flourish and prosper. And there's no, there's no training. There's no way to like, what are you supposed to do? How do you get to the next level? How do you make sure you have enough money for your taxes? How do you make sure you don't break the law and give somebody legal advice or tax advice or some other horrible thing that you're not supposed to. So obviously I've been in now 26 years and I'm licensed in Washington, DC, Virginia and Maryland. And I am just I feel so incredibly blessed to have helped so many people all across the United States with real estate education. And, you know, and I have a couple books out, best selling books and so on and so forth. So 
And I'm so lucky. I have a bunch of awards. I think probably the one I'm most proud of is the Happiness Hall of Fame. And and also awesome. that goes back to that story, which I'll share with you later if you want about the yay and where that comes from. But I I feel very blessed. So the life I've led is one I, I never dreamed that I would have all the opportunities, but it's taken a lot of hard work and a lot of challenges. Yeah, no, I bet. I mean, that that journey seems to be uh, so, so interesting. I mean, you know, just just thinking about having student loan debt and, and going into uh, into like, OK, this is my dream job and I'm going to be fine. I'm going to change from the inside and then being like, this is not what I thought. This definitely does not align with my values. I need to do something going to real estate, which it's something that a lot of people do. So there's a lot of competition there. So, so it's not, it's not easy at all to be able to be like, damn, like I study all this and then I'm going to go to be a real estate agent where people can just, just take an exam and that's it. I did all this like masters and stuff and, and, and then being able to turn that around and, and take it as a, as an opportunity and helping first time home buyers, not easy. Uh, so, so no props for, for being able to succeed in there. Cause most people, oh, I just want to sell our leads. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to get into the first time home buyers, like credit and everything demanding, right. Cause they, it's the first time too. So they don't even know much. So you got to educate them. So it's just all these things that I, you know, I've talked to a few realtors and, and uh, have very good connection with the realtor that sold me this house. Um, so, uh, I, that's what I've learned from, from him and from all the people, because I've served uh, real estate agents and I have calls with them regularly, so that's why I'm like a little bit informed on that. Uh, but I'm, I'm, ex- you know, I'm, I'm so happy for you because you, you were able to, to turn that around and, and make a, a career that you're proud of. That, yeah, something that you told me that I have here in my notes when we talked last time to find yes in every day. Right. That's yeah. something that, that you do. And, and seems that you build that with that story. And uh, a quick thing before we, we go into other things. What is that that you have there in the in the background? So where we have I'm standing next to this thing, it's called the southernmost point of the continental United States. And it's um it's, it's shaped as a buoy. And this is in Key West, Florida. Again, um, it, it goes ahead and it says it's nine, we're 90 miles from Cuba, which is funny because if you go the other direction, you, you go all the, and you drive all the islands back up to Miami, it's 120 miles of islands. So it's a big difference. So I'm, I'm right next to the southernmost point of the continental United States in Key West, Florida, very special mm-hmm. place. Yeah, no, clearly you're very proud of, of that because, you know, you, you have it there and you don't even cover it, right? Like you're like, yes, I want to show it. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do that with this, right? So, I mean, uh, I do. And that's why I sneak in like my dog tags from the Air Force. This is from Puerto Rico. That's like a, a typical thing. Like we call it Jibarito. Use They use those oh. things. Um, so uh, Who did your painting, the painting of you that's behind you? Who my did that? friend Wade Powell. It's a amazing artist. And he even told me like, damn, dude, like I can make you an, a better one when he started seeing it on videos and stuff. So he might, he, I might, I might just have another one probably coming up in here uh, if he you comes should. that way. So, um, 
So yeah, no, um, uh, thanks for explaining that, right? Because obviously that gets the attention. Anybody that is watching the video, uh, obviously they're gonna be. I mean, they can read it, right? But I just wanted to for you, because obviously special for you, because you you definitely been highlighting it so much. So, um, one uh, one thing that I like to ask all my guests is: is, is there any advice that you have for business leaders that you know, given your expertise, being you know all that story that you gave us in the real estate and the media personality. So what are some actionable tips that you have for business leaders? So, you know, one thing we talked about was um, the yay. And one one thing, and there's a whole story behind the yay, but the actionable tips to be specific is, I call it creating your yay morning. So every day you should start off in a yay way. <laughs> And I know that all rhymes, but what I was, what I mean by that is everybody's yay is a little different. And throughout life, I, I've realized, you know, I love to throw my arms in the air, you know, and, and scream the yay as if you won like a championship race. However, there are some people that are just, it's a little bit of a yay. And it also depends on your day. Like there's some days you wake up and your body is aching and hurting and it's not so you're thinking this is not a yay day. But starting your mornings, that that yay morning routine and whatever that is for you. And there's three things from my viewpoint that make up this part of your yay morning. Number one, it's just to have something that is exercise, whatever that is for you. If it's a little bit of yoga stretching, if it's a walk, if it's going to the gym, Whatever it is that gets your blood pumping, that gets you moving in your body. Number two, it's something for your mindset. And again, whether whatever your yay mindset is, and maybe that's an audio book you're listening to on Audible or it's a podcast like this one. And whatever it is that gets you going and that mindset that gets you focused on the positives and not the negatives. And you know, if you like I have some great courses, and one of the courses you'll you'll see repeated over and over one aspect is try to take a negative news diet. So first thing in the morning is so often people turn on the radio or the television and they hear about all the awful things that happened. And it's not a great way to start the day. <laughs> it's just not. And so think about that. You want to number one, do some exercise. Number two, do something positive mindset, like an audiobook, a podcast, something of that nature. And then um, number three is your goals. Really clearly having your top three goals so that you write them down, you recite them, whatever is the thing that some people like to write, some people like to speak, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're keeping top of mind what those three goals are. So a yay morning, your mindset and rewriting those goals, whatever, because it also keep in mind, you might all of a sudden wake up and be like, you know what? Two of those goals, they don't really resonate with me anymore. And if you don't keep that top of mind, you may not have discovered that for quite a long time. So of course you said three actionable things. So that's number one. So I, first of all, I'm gonna ask you, how do you start your day? Is it a yay morning routine type thing? I like to think so, because uh, <laughs> I mean, with the one that you started uh, doing yoga, uh, like you mentioned that, uh, so that's my exercise and meditation and stretch, right? It's, it's kind of all in one, especially the specific one that I do, which is Boho Beautiful. Uh, I love giving them a, 
a shout out all the time that I, every time that I can because they did this free 14 day challenge and that was back in uh, December 2020 because uh, it was meant to be like we'll start the year with this and I did I started it like the end of the year and continue and I still do it now um over two years later the same one because I use it as a medicine cabinet type stuff now uh, before it was like 14 days i go one to 14 go back but then i started being like well i'm kind of feeling this one today and i'm kind of feeling mm. this one and because i already almost have them memorized it's i use it as a medicine cabinet of like look i feel like i need to stretch more in this uh, i need to do more upper body lower body and just pick the one and that's how i do that uh i wake up first thing i do is drinking water so that's something you know for my right. body to really go to the bathroom after that, then I, I do the yoga or in the computer for a little bit, then do yoga. Um, sometimes waiting for my girlfriend to wake up because I do it in the room. And uh, and then um, I, I I try to, to hold uh, not eating until like I'm like, OK, I, I need to eat now. Right. So I start doing that. And and another thing that I that I do, too, is uh, like you said, is that that mentality of like waking up and be like, today's going to be a good day. And we're yeah. going to, we're going to push forward We're we're going to do good things. So I, I put that energy out and, and, and that's how I, that's the equivalent of my yays, right? Like I get excited and I just, um, I, my, my yays are more like, ah, or something, right? Cause I just get it. Like, <laughs> that's my excitement. Right. Uh, but that's how I do it. And I'm not going to say, I'm going to sit here and say, look, I'm perfect. And I do this every single morning or anything like today. I, I didn't do yoga. Cause I was like, so like focus on this proposal that I need to need to get it out. So I just started working right away. But then, you know, I, I, I still have it in my mind. It's like, okay, I'm going to do yoga later. Um, and if not, then I do physical therapy exercises. So it's a good thing for yeah. people. Um, I, I haven't gone, like I'm, I was in the air force and, and when I, since I got out from the air force, I haven't visited a gym. I just do yoga. I have this ones from, from physical therapy yeah, yeah. and just with I this, I work yeah. out all kinds of different things. And so between this and the yoga, uh, and then like I put music sometimes and then I just start, yeah. uh, like dancing, doing push ups and, and all that stuff. So those are things like there's no excuse to to not exercise. Just find a way that you can yay your day, right? And then uh, yeah. just put your own spin and uh, that's it. <laughs> you got it. I see the yeah. smile. That is the most beautiful yay smile. And that's it. Your yay morning is yours. It's how you define your yay morning. And that that's perfect. Like even the music part of it. My brother is a guitar teacher and he would tell you everybody needs music in their mornings that's how they should start their day whatever that is so i think that's excellent thank you for sharing that <laughs> no no thanks thanks for for uh bringing it up right and, and set me up for for those things um you know giving the you know the, the way that you've done things and even with this yay mornings is there any any like big challenges or or yeah friction points that you have identified people uh, on the journey could be real estate could be media personality or could be just in general that you identify some friction points that you help people overcome or, or you have overcome yourself that you would like to share with the audience i would i think one of the first things um it, this is a story when i first got on the radio on sirius xm i wasn't 
I was trying to figure out what people wanted, but I didn't necessarily had a way to survey them <laughs> to find out what they wanted. And I got the radio show. And so I started just one of my things is education is really understanding the power of knowledge and education and really knowing when you're making a decision, do you have all the information in front of you to make a good decision or not? And so often in real estate, people don't have all the information and they're making a decision, I hate to say, that's guided by a salesperson. And a lot of times people don't have the best, um, highest, let's say, regards for real estate agents because they've had one that didn't give them all of that information. And so one of my purposes with the radio show was just to give as much information as I could. And so uh, after about three months, I was starting to wonder, am I doing this right? Am I not? And it's funny how the universe just gives you sometimes that exact answer you're looking for. And I, I, I all of a sudden, I was sitting there and I got a phone call and I, I don't always answer my phone when I can't tell who it is, but I, I picked up the phone and it was a woman from Atlanta. And she said that her husband had been in the military and he had been overseas and he came back and he was very depressed and a lot of post-traumatic stress and they financially were so upside down on their house. And she said, thank you for saving my life. And I wasn't sure. Did I thought, I don't know if she means that figuratively or literally. And so it was just quiet. And she said that her and her husband were so upside down in their house. And he was so sad from you know, all the things that had happened to him overseas and they had two children and they decided to do a suicide pact. And they also didn't want their children to be orphans. And so they decided to go ahead and um, they're going to kill their children as well. And I was so shocked by it. And she said, but, but Jennifer Hammond, I learned so much on your radio show that we learned how to save our house. And she said the words I'll never forget. Three people walk this planet because of your radio show. And that just changed my life. That just changed my viewpoint. That changed my purpose. And I decided I will always, always lift my voice and share whatever knowledge I, I can for as many days as I'm on this earth. I just want to keep helping because it was overwhelming to think that I could actually have helped somebody just with education and knowledge that they would decide not to commit suicide. And, you know, as you're a veteran, I've also, I worked a lot with veterans and, and unfortunately she did say, you know, three people walk this planet because of your radio show. Unfortunately, your husband did commit suicide. And I know that that is something that is hard. It's very hard for me to face. I've worked with a lot of uh, veteran organizations, you know, and I know that it used to be 21 a day would commit suicide and now it's up to 25 with COVID. And that's just what's being reported. Who knows what it is? And so I, I you know, I developed a book. I have created two books. They're, they're best-selling books uh, with just veteran resources. I'm very passionate about, you know, handing out those resources. And so when you say, have I met a challenge? Well, I've met a, a a bunch throughout my life. But one of the toughest ones was when people are thinking about suicide and like, like what she did, I realized that I have a responsibility to figure out what I can do to contribute, to make sure that someone feels seen, to make sure that someone feels heard 
and also to help with the information that I know that might be able to help lift them up financially and also with the yay. Part of the thing with the yay was when she said that, I didn't know what else to do to respond to her other than to say yay. And everybody has a different level of, you know, I wouldn't have gone wild with my yay at that moment, but it is a moment we need to celebrate. There are three people that are still walking on this earth that could have been dead by their own hand, you know, by suicide. And I think that we all are more powerful than we realize. And we can contribute so much more to the next person standing next to us in line, even at Home Depot or at the grocery store than we realize. We so often, we just dismiss it. We're in a rush and we're going to here and we're going to there and we don't think about it. That even sometimes just looking at someone's eyes and smiling or just acknowledging them and saying hello, even if it's a homeless person on the street, that we have so much power and we need to utilize that. And so for me, overcoming that those challenges, I look at them that every single one of them is a yay. And we need to celebrate those yays. If it's a little micro yay, like some days, you know, when my body's not feeling great, I'm like, okay, I feel like it's just a micro yay just to do my yoga in the morning or to have a yay morning. And then there are other days when I feel great. And it's like the yay is that yay. And the hands over the head, head waving, like as if you won, you know, a marathon or you're a champion, but just knowing that you can overcome any obstacle and, and we are more powerful. Each one of us is much more powerful than we think. And, and I, I think about that saying, I think it was Mandela who used to say the most, the thing we fear the most, oh, we are so much more powerful than we realize and we can help more than we realize. And so we have to do that. And so to me, every single challenge that we have, we try to, to me, you have to find that yay, whatever it is, even if it's just a shade of gray and it's not like all the colors of the rainbow or all the colors of your picture behind you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that was, that was powerful. Uh, and thanks for sharing that story. Um, it's uh, something that, it's tough. I mean, especially now, I mean, with COVID and, and then now it's this, the, the depression of, you know, just, uh, inflation and recession. And like, you know, there's just, there's so much things going on right now. And, um, it's, it's so uplifting and, and it gives hope to people just to do simple things like give perspective. And that's something that uh, I say this often in this podcast is that's one of the main things that I'm trying to do here. It's I am documenting a conversation where we're giving value and giving perspective to people because I've had so many people here come in and say like, I lost so much or somebody close to me lost so much and I bounced back or they bounced back. And, and, and that's something that it has been very touching and, and very inspiring for myself. And I know that if it was inspiring for myself, I'm not alone uh, on this because I've been more privileged than, than a lot of people. Like I've never been hungry and, you know, I, I've never been without a house and I was 
cell phones and consoles and all these different things that even though I didn't have all the games and all the latest things, like I wasn't rich, but I had everything. And I'm very grateful for that. And, and coming into this entrepreneurial journey has been the most difficult thing that I ever done because I had training wheels my whole life, right? Like I was taken care of by my mom. I went to college. My family was taking care of me still. I wanted to become independent. That's how I went. That's why I went with the Air Force. And then in the Air Force, even though, yes, I went to Syria, Kuwait, Qatar. And I, you know, I mean, Syria especially was not pretty, was not, I was just like, I can't wait to go home, right? Um, but... I was with my my brothers in arms, right, and my sisters in arms, yeah. and, and 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 I always had like, okay, this is the paycheck is always coming. It's not that big, but it's something. I always have food, and and there's nothing that 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 I have to worry about livelihood. It was more about like, well, I, I'm kind of not that free, right? Like, if I don't show up, I can go to jail, right? So obviously, that part was uh, the one of the reasons the main reasons that I, I left, uh, but coming now and then going to the workforce and I didn't like it. And that's when I worked really hard to get out of it. And this has been super stressful and uh, to not only to how to figure things out for myself, but also to lead people to hire people. Wow. That's just being something that that has forced me to level up and to overcome challenges. Like you said, like I've been depressed. I've lost a lot of money. I've hired the wrong people. I've been scammed. I mean, a million things have happened and I'm still here. And hearing you say those things, uh, as I hear other people too, uh, it really makes me feel like, yes, you can, you can keep going. You can keep doing this. And, and the same thing goes for like the audience, right? Like I'm bringing this up to give people like, look, it's not all pretty. You might see my social media and you see all these things. And it's, it's yes, obviously I got my yay moments and my yay days and all that stuff, but I also have moments that are not so yay, right? And, and that's okay, right? We're humans. And the, only, the main thing is, and this, I tell all the content that I do, the podcast and everything, all the things that I say, I just want the audience to know and you to know that, I say a lot of things because I'm telling that to myself too, right? Like I'm not just, hey, right. so I follow what I say and that's it. Like I'm telling it to myself because sometimes I just need to hear it. <laughs> and, and that's why I, I say that because all the content, all the things, I it's because I need to hear it too. So that's what I wanted to say about that. <laughs> I think it's so important because it's important to know that no matter how how much success we have. We also have our not so great days. I think one of my favorite stories, I remember hearing um, someone I really, really looked up to, uh, Jack Canfield. He's, uh, um, you know, wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. They've sold over half a billion of his books and he has the success principles and such. He was talking about, so then he he said, you know, one of his, his again, here's a great principle. You know, you talk about actionable principles. One of the most I want to call it cringeworthy, but great actionable principles is to ask a client after you worked with them on a, on a, even if you wanted to do it like once a week with them, ask them on a scale from one to 10, you know, 10 being the best, um, where am I rating as far as my service to you? Is it, is it a 10 or am I falling below? And if I'm falling below, if it's not a 10, will you help me? Will you, will you share with me why? Why isn't it 10? 
And I thought, oh, that's great. And it's cringeworthy because think about some people you probably don't want to know <laughs> because you know you haven't done your best or because you know you were busy with other things, you were distracted. And he said, um, then I asked my wife that question and I did not like the answer I got. And I was like, whoa, that's one of those things where if you look at each of us can always improve, you know, we can all get better. I mean, you think about Olympic athletes. I mean, they keep breaking a record that can't be broken. The unbreakable record. No, you can't run any faster than that. No, you can't swim any faster than that. But if you want, if you keep looking for feedback, you can always find there's another way that we can grow. And that's that's another, there's a little secret tidbit actionable step is ask for feedback and be willing to hear what they say when you ask for feedback from your clients. And and, and on that note, um, I saw a post from Alex Ormosi that two other, or my two people I saw that also they shared that he said, when people give you feedback, regardless on how bad it is, thank them for it. Because if yes. not, then you will never get it again. And yes. and in this, he was saying like, this is one of the hardest pills to swallow for me because I to thank somebody that said something that you're you might not even agree or, or whatever, right. but just that feedback is so powerful. Like you want to keep getting it. That's how you get better. And, and right. that's something that I have in mind. And I've always been like that. Uh, uh, maybe uh, I guess. Yes, I always say like thank you and stuff. So I've been aware of that, but just that reassurance of of seeing, you know, such a big influencer like Alex Ramosi and actually the the number one uh gold standard for me in business. I mean, it's he's he's so good, he's so articulated. Um, and then he doesn't care how you dress and stuff, so that's pretty cool too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do yeah. I love it because yeah, you you always need to be thankful for other people's viewpoints, even if you don't agree with them. And, you know, their feedback is important and it is important to be brave enough to ask, but also to be gracious enough to say thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Always, always be thankful. Uh, and uh, that again, telling that to myself too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you me. know, I just, I just want to say, Jennifer, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what would you say? You say something? I said, well, me too. Oh, oh, me too. <laughs> I have to remind myself of these things as well. I mean, like every so often I laugh at, you know, my advice. And I'm like, yeah, but I also have to give myself that advice sometimes. My, in fact, in fact, a great one to tell you. The other day, uh, my dad asked me, he goes, you know, I read your book and I, I really like this new book that you came out with, it, the success, there's <laughs> survival skills for real estate agents. And he goes, so I was just wondering in chapter, and then he goes, do you take that advice? <laughs> That's funny. That's my dad. Funny. Oh, yes. We all That's have funny. to take our own advice. Yeah. And, and and that happens. It happens more often than not. You will see all these people giving advice like like me or you, right? And, and sometimes you're like, damn, we got to follow our own advice. But but yeah, like, I mean, thank you for this conversation. Uh, this has been incredible, uh, very thought provoking and very yay. <laughs> very very yay. yay. Uh I love it. I love your your how you branded that. Um so yeah, look, you know, thank you. Thank you again for for taking this time because this has been has been really good. And and um I know there's gonna be some people that are gonna be like, hey, look, she looks super cool. I wanna wanna talk to her. Uh how can people find you? 
so my website's the easiest one, Jennifer J. Hammond. So Jennifer with two N's, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R. And then J is my middle initial. And then Hammond, H-A-M-M-O-N-D. So jenniferjhammond.com. That's where I, I put everything. I'm on social media. Instagram is probably the one I'm on the most recently. Um, Facebook. Oh, for shame. I had 150,000 friends and they um, they shut me down. So I'm a little less interested in social media these days. So I've decided to put all my interest into, I mean, I still go back on Instagram a lot, but anyway, Facebook is not always my friend. Hopefully yeah. someday they'll reopen my account and I'll get to see all my friends again. But in the meantime, I highly recommend go to the website and I have all sorts of free stuff there. You know, I have the free ebook for survival skills for real estate agents. There's free business plans. I do all sorts of stuff. And of course I do a podcast too. And, uh, and I'm just starting to record the television show, but definitely the website. And thank you. I just, I adore you. And I love the fact that you're so authentic and you're not like, yeah. you know, and this is funny. I told a quick story. Um, when I came from the islands, when I came from Key West and I went to, to DC, Washington, DC, people used to say to me all the time, you're not from around here, are you? And I, I used to be like, what, what makes you, what, what makes you think that? And I, I and it was so funny because I just realized part of it was is because I was so genuinely interested in in them and not trying to try to pretend I was somebody else. I was just I was just an island girl. I knew I wasn't a city girl. I'm an island and boy I was too. So I, yeah, I you're an island girl, island boy. You're from, you're an island boy from the Puerto Rico. So yeah. like, I, you just be who you are and don't try to be somebody else. I wasn't a city girl. I was just an island girl who came to visit the city yeah look at i'm in oregon now so i mean i'm very yeah. very far from home uh but life got me here and um that's for for a reason i mean i have a very comfortable house so i cannot complain about that i own it very good location and that's why yeah. um i mean i have some some business opportunities and uh you know i might move because obviously i can i can do this whatever i have very good internet uh but um but yeah like for now we're here and uh yeah, moving forward always, right? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so um thank you again, you know. Uh it's been uh, it's been a pleasure to be with here. Uh with you, you know, to record this 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 conversation with you has been very good. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yay. So, <laughs> oh, so this was Jennifer Hammond and Fu and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Fu with your host, Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.